Mitch, we've got second test in Pakistan tonight. Uh, bit excited about this, mate. I, to be honest, there was there was more fireworks in that first test than I was expecting. I was I was having a chat to Pip from the TAB before mm. uh, before Christmas, and I said, you know, after the slap that uh, the Poms gave Pakistan, the first time that they've been whitewashed in their own country ever, three zip. I, th- I thought we were going to be on the end of one. To be honest. Uh, yes, well, yeah. To be honest, I, I thought with the the squad that we picked, um, I I didn't think we were going to compete as well as as we did. Um, I, I've got to be honest, I didn't watch the last day. Um, but when I went to bed, I was tracking it on Crick Info. And I was like, oh sweet, I'm going to wake up to a New Zealand victory, um, and I didn't. And all I could think back to is like, as well as he showed he did with the bat to get Kane through to a double ton, um, he scored sixty off 180 balls. Uh, strike rate of 30 and I was like well cool he's got the game into a really good position but what the English had done really well against Pakistan was to buy that time with the bat with yeah. um, in those conditions where you know you're playing against a team who bats slowly and likes to take time out of the game you've got to buy it in another way and and I guess that's that's was that was the defining moment, right? Like we would have always chased down the, the total that they ended up setting, yeah. Um, but we just didn't have enough time, and I expected, I really did expect the Tim Southey led um, New Zealand side to be more aggressive than they were. Aggressive selection in terms of Ishodi, as mm. Taryn just alluded to, um, to play that leg spinner who hasn't played first class cricket for a long period of time. Um, uh, that was an aggressive selection, but in terms of the game tactics, um, it wasn't as aggressive as, as I thought it would be. On a wicket that, yes, it turned in the last dig, but those previous days leading up to it, it didn't turn as much or reverse swing as much as I was expecting. What about uh, today? Uh, do you expect there to be any changes to the lineup, or do you think it will no, get the same as? I don't expect any changes. Um, the hard, the hard part about um, being a New Zealand Test cricket fan, or, or, or you know, watching it and, and thinking that they should be trying things, is that our Test series are always two match Test series. Basically, like we might get the odd three, we never get a five. No. So there's there's never enough time to really experiment with anyone who's in or out of form. You're always like, it's two tests, okay, cool, move on to the next series in three months' time. Oh, you've basically got to roll out the same side, right? Because two tests is not enough opportunity for someone. So I don't see there being any changes um, to this test side. It just never really changes in a calendar year regardless. Yeah. What about Karachi? Um, how will, will that be any different in terms of match conditions or will it be very similar? Uh, Karachi is pretty, pretty flat, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Karachi's pretty flat. If so. you win the toss, you're batting? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yep. you, you always, particularly in subcontinent conditions, you always want to be able to uh, bowl last. Yeah. Um, particularly if we're going in with the same kind of line out, uh, lineup that we did, playing those three spinners. Um, I, I'll go back to it. And as, as I guess East Sodi, as well as he bowled, um, he probably comes into, I'd like to see them play two spinners and Glenn Phillips. Yeah. Um, so it's whether Ish and um, Ajaz play or, um, you know, they go with Bracewell and uh, Ajaz, who they've said are their main spinners. Is, yeah. is, is Braces going head-to-head with Phillips for a spot, do you think? Because, I mean, do you consider Phillips an, no. an all-rounder because he bowls a bit of spin as well? No, I, I see him as a batting all-rounder. Yeah. I definitely see him as a batting all-rounder. His spin bowling's improving all the time. It really is. He works bloody hard on it. Like Bracewell has done, like they were – 
they're out and out batters. Yeah. Um, and now Bracewell's more of a spinning all rounder. Yeah. Um, I I would like to see um, Nichols make way um, in overseas conditions in particular. Yeah. Um, his record overseas pretty poor. He averages twenty eight. So I wasn't surprised that he got twenty two <laughs> the other day. Yeah. Um, it's pretty par for the course. I, I'd like to see them be a bit more aggressive. I go Will Young at the top. I've said this before, but Will Young at the top with. Tom Latham, who's mm. turning into a, uh, one of our best. Yeah. One of our best. He's on 13 centuries now. Um, he's only six behind Ross Taylor. I'd Crazy, like to see, eh? yeah, Will Young actually open with him and then Kane. And then I'd like to see um, Conway solidify that spot that Ross Taylor occupied for such a period of time and be our real anchor with Kane in the middle there. I think he'd be f- fantastic, which opens up Daryl Mitchell at five and then you can play Glenn Phillips at six, who Harry Brooks for um, for England. When he was batting at five and six, uh, he was the game changer in that whole series, and that's why they won, striking a not, over 100 or 90 to 100, scoring hundreds for fun. Are you happy with Daryl Mitchell in our test lineup batting at five? It feels to me like too, too high, or am I sort of stuck in the Daryl Mitchell that used to be the sort of the bowling all-rounder sort of mentality? Yeah, no, I, I know where you're coming from. He's always, in my mind, he's been a batter. Yeah, okay. In my mind, he's always been a batter. Um, and yeah, that's that's how I see him. That, the bo- the bowling's a bonus. It's not like Colin Gromholm in swinging conditions where you know he's going to bowl twenty overs um, because he's he's that good. So yeah, uh, Brad agrees with me. Actually, he said he drop. Uh, he's just on the temper bed post text machine. He's he's texting and said drop race will put Phillips in. Yeah, it's definitely probably worth trying. Mm. Um, uh, for mine, I think Bracewell over the last year, he's earned the right. He's yeah. earned the right to, to be part of that test side. And when he first initially got picked for the tests in England, uh, my initial reaction was he shouldn't have got a contract ahead of Jimmy Neesham because I thought Jimmy Neesham was going to bring more value to New Zealand cricket over the year, the next two years because of um, the T20 World Cups coming up and the one-day World Cup. So at that point, I thought they only picked him in those tests in England because they needed to prove that they picked them or contracted them for a reason and left Jimmy Neesham out for a reason. Um, but since then, mate, he's he's been phenomenal. Uh, I'll, I'll get his stats up at some point, but what he's done in all formats has been sensational. I think he's earned the right to be part of that side. Um, it's just whether... I, that's where I would I drop one of the batters for Glenn Phillips, if yeah. that makes sense. Well, um, I mean, Glenn has opened... For Auckland, he's batted first drop. He's batted at four. I mean, would you put him in for Nichols? You've talked about shifting Nichols. Yeah. Would, would could Glenn bat at four in the New Zealand Test batting lineup? Uh, not in the style of cricket that I'd like to see New Zealand cricket play. Okay, um, I think Colin the Gronholm, who who obviously was, he got picked as a batting all rounder. Yeah, he got picked as a batting all rounder, but his bowling made him so potent in our conditions. And I felt with the bat, Colin Negronholm could take a game away from a team at the end. But like Adam Gilchrist used to do for Australia, mm. where, where you think you've got a team four down, five down, and then a bloke comes out and hits 100 off 80 balls. And then all of a sudden, they've got a 250, you've got a 250 run lead and the other team's behind the eight ball. And that's, I see Glenn Phillips potentially in test cricket being that player who at the end, when you think you've, knocked over Kane Williamson, knocked over Conway, Mitchell, Tom Latham, and you've got this little jet who comes out and strikes a ball from ball one. That was, was seen in T20 and scores 100 off 80 balls, 100 balls like Harry Brooks has been doing for England. I feel like he could really break the back of a lot of lot of sides around the world, um, and I'd like to see him use that way at six or seven. 
Yeah, okay. All right. Brad has, has come through with his 11, actually. Looks much like yours. Uh, Latham Young, Williamson Conway, Mitchell Phillips, Blundell Sodi, Southey Patel Wagner. Yeah, that's a nice side. That's a nice side. The only the only asterisk there, um, I guess, is Wagner. And there was some chat um, around Wagner, why Wagner wasn't playing in England. And, and chat from the camp was he was a little bit down on speed, like right. air speed. Um, and I think we saw that. Not in like good fast bowling conditions, right? So we weren't expecting him to be rapid, but he was. He didn't look as potent as Wagner of old. Um, so maybe he has lost a little bit of that pace. And I don't, who else do they have? I guess they've got Henry. Yeah. I I, I think if they are going to make a change, I think Wagner might wait, make way for for Matt Henry. Okay. Um, in this test match, just a little bit more air speed. I uh, can't see them playing Tickner. Um, I don't think he's going to be effective in those conditions. As we saw, it didn't really bounce much. Yeah. Um, and that's his style of bowling, a bounce bowler. Um, doesn't really move the ball, which you're not going to get movement anyway. But, yeah, barring Wagner, um, I, I think that might be the only change. But that's a really nice side there, uh, Brad. Thanks for texting that in on Temper Bedpost.